Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet! It's Thursday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, and finally, it's a set episode of the Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio, our Final Fantasy 14 slash Square Enix podcast. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. As always, it's good to be back for one week, because then we hit the holidays. No shows next week or the following week for Christmas and New Year's. Happy holidays to all of you at home watching here on readycheckradio.com, YouTube, listening on iTunes, Spotify, all those different places. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. While you're there, give us a like, a subscribe, turn on those notifications, tell a friend, feed the algorithms. If you like what we do here, it's fast, it's fun, it's it's cheap. It is free, in fact. We're going to talk about Final Fantasy 14, Final Fantasy 16, some other things that might have shown up at the Game Awards when it comes to Square Enix and kind of give you our end-of-the-year thoughts and what we're hopeful for on the Square Enix front next year. Joining me, as always, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. It's been a while, man. I've missed you guys. It has been. I apologize. Like We did have a show scheduled last week, and I got a nasty flu. So apologies, by the way, if I do cough. I'm going to try and... Thank you. you I'll try and turn away from the mic and all that stuff, but (laughs) it was nasty. So this will be the last show... As we head into the new year, <laughs> then feels like a tease. The last, like, Hi guys. Okay, the last relic grind, yeah, the last relic grind of 2022. We will have gaming gumbo uh, this Saturday, uh, and then both shows will be off. We'll be back on Thursday the fifth and uh, Saturday the seventh for both shows. Also on the line, Mr. Adam Lane, the Chronos one. What's up, sir? What's going on? Yeah, it's been a while. It has. Uh, it has. I've gotten. I think since we've had one, I've got like got a new job. Uh, wow. I feel like the Eagles have clinched playoffs at some point in time. I don't want to talk uh, about football. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff's happened. Yeah. What's what's the new job? Um, uh, I'm a fully fledged software engineer now. Oh, yeah. congrats! So I'm, I'm working. Sure. I'm working for a startup here in uh, Richmond. So, nice. yeah. are you allowed to tell us what start the startup does? Or yeah, is it still... it's, uh, it's, yeah, no, it's it's at, they've been around for like about a couple like a year or so, like eighteen. Well. They start, I guess they started technically during like the pandemic, so they've been around. It's uh, called Neighbor Force. Basically, I uh, think it's think think of like um, like Uber for like senior citizens that need like help around the house and like oh, stuff okay. like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's cool. In Richmond, he said yes. Yeah, in Richmond. In Richmond. Yep. So I'm back in the office for a couple days a week. I'm like hi- I'm on the hybrid schedule now ah gotcha has that has that cut into the final fantasy 14 time a little bit <laughs> i think the final fantasy 14 time has been cut just in general because there's like no i don't i don't there's have much to do yeah. That too. yeah you are addicted to marvel snap you are absolutely yeah. addicted but i could well i could play marvel snap and final fantasy at the same time that's though true. <laughs> that's true but uh no I, I just haven't really had much for i mean we'll get into it but i haven't had much reason to log in yeah i mean let's let's but. get let's get right into it I mean, there's surprisingly with the multiple weeks off you would think okay they, they could come back and there's a lot of final fantasy 14 stuff to talk about there just isn't uh we've no. got the live letter that that's scheduled yeah. now for two days before Christmas, December twenty third. 
polishing off the second half of the the 6.3 God's Revel Lands Tremble uh, reveal. Again, we kind of know what to expect. We're going to get some more information about MSQ. We're going to get some more information about New Dungeon, the 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 new Ultimate, or, um, the Unreal. Sorry, uh, and and yeah, we we kind of just more details on what we already know is coming. This isn't a patch that we're expecting any huge big surprises uh, along the way. So we we know what we're getting here. Anticipate a launch of probably January 10th. There's just they're still saying Janu- early January, but looking at Moogle Trevor Treasure Trove running right now and when it ends, when this live letter is, you can probably safely assume it's going to be January 10th as the the patch date itself. The 6.3 special site updated today, pushed out a bunch of screenshots and and new <clears throat> things, but again, nothing horribly surprising, which means yeah, we're still surprisingly with three, four weeks off or whatever in a row there due to my theater show and then a sickness. We're kind of still where we were, Tark. <laughs> like back it hasn't really moved anywhere. <laughs> right. The needle hasn't really moved on the 14 front much. <laughs> to the point where like I've finished my savage tier. I'm getting best for ultimate. We don't know what ultimate is though. We have guesses, but um yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm just raid logging now, so I haven't been playing much 14 at all. I actually come back for a little bit of Unreal to kind of cap that out for uh, new rewards next patch, but I've been diving into Destiny and really going down that rabbit hole. So, um, But once new content comes out, hey, we'll be back at it. Yeah, it definitely is that Yoshi P go play something else time mm-hmm. you know, right now. And then I think this is the first time, Kronos, or maybe it's just me, that I'm actually really, really feel feeling the additional weeks in between patches, yeah. um, where I didn't necessarily feel it all that much in six one or even in into the launch of six two. But this one just feels like with how I don't want to say little there was in six two because you know we we got the new variant dungeons and and, and we did got brand new stuff in there stuff that I do enjoy, but in the grand scheme of what are you going to do for the next four uh, months? It was on the smaller side of patches, and now I'm really stuck. Like, I think I log in uh, maybe once every two or three days at this point just to do little odds and ends. It's not an everyday login right now for me. Yeah, I think today I logged in for some reason. I don't know why. And that was the first time I logged in in eight days. Uh, my my raid group's not even raiding. Uh, we're, like, kind of just waiting. Um, like, we all, like, we all got our abyss... We don't typically go all the way patch to patch once like people get set up, but we take like a break. So we're like on that break now, and like I was logging in and doing like mentor roulettes and stuff, and then I was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. So I just started taking them. I just took a break, and then I didn't log in for eight days. I logged in today, and then basically logged right back out. So <laughs> uh, I'm I'm feeling it too, but it's not like necessarily a bad thing. Like, um, no, it's it, just yeah. it's just uh, I've had like so many other things that I'm playing. Like like you said, like I've been playing Marvel Snap. Midnight Suns came out. I had played that for a while. Tactics Ogre came out. I played that for a while. Crisis Core is out. Uh, yeah, so it's I, like I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. going through some Dragonflight. You know, surprisingly, still in, enjoying it. It is the early like mm-hmm. leveling zone story. World of Warcraft is very very good at that stuff. If you liked it in the past, you will like this stuff. How it you know hangs on to you longer term still yet to be determined. But yeah, there's just Dark Tide, Warhammer, Dark Tide. I've been playing a ton of that. Like there's just like Pokemon. I forgot about my Pokemon. Oh yeah, there's just like so much. 
else to do right now that I'm not bitching either. I'm not bitching either. 14 was at the Game Awards, and we're not going to spend too much time talking about the Game Awards here uh, specifically. We are going to mention in the other Square Enix news a few items from Square Enix that were at the show, but we will be doing our full Game Awards recap and prediction check show on Saturday. Jason Winter will be back for Gaming Gumbo with me, and Zach Sharps will also join in. We got uh, predictions sent by Zach and Yod over to Jason as well, so we'll go through all of that on Saturday's show here, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Uh, 7 p.m. Saturday. But 14 did walk away with two awards, Best Ongoing Game and Best uh, Community Support. That's that's two years running for the Community Support one, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It was the same nominees for the damn thing, too. Um, <laughs> if I remember right, I have to go back and look at Gaming Gumbo. I know one of the categories was literally five for five, the same ones. No surprises there. I mean, if you kind of look, target best ongoing game, you kind of got to give it to 14 this year. Yeah, Endwalker expansion, two patches, announcement of new servers and and data centers, uh, announcement of housing, even though it's not released yet. But yeah, they're going all in the right direction. So um, awesome. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's honestly it, though. There you go. You're, I mean, you're all caught up on 14. <laughs> caught up on 14, yeah. You are all caught up on 14. Uh, did you check out the live site, though, Kronos? Anything interesting that you liked in there? Some of the screenshots are neat. Uh, most people were, like, talking about the dungeon boss that I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. And you get in the return to, to return to Garlemald for, for yeah. some stuff, yeah. But they didn't show too much outside of that. Like, we didn't really see anything from the 24-man um obviously no ultimate screenshots which i'm still waiting on <laughs> good luck it's really it's it's really just the uh they, they might show something in the live letter like a tease but we'll see well, they gotta announce what it is on the live letter so do yeah, they i mean they don't they don't have yeah, to i don't think they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't, I don't think have they do to, but, like, <laughs> um, but i mean i hope they do yeah i mean like most people are thinking it's omega but um they could they could throw a curveball and we even though if even if it is omega like we don't know what that entails because yeah. i think it's like pretty unlikely we're gonna fight like x death kefka but maybe maybe low grand cross forsaken world yeah i think it's more likely it'll be like just the omega stuff but again i'll be pleasantly surprised they could do some cool stuff well we got a week we got a week gents eight days eight days uh until we mm-hmm. get that live letter of course, we will not be doing a show uh, that weekend, it being Christmas weekend. So we will review the live letter uh, when we return on January 5th, just a few days before I would predict that the patch comes out anyway. Uh, speaking of Game Awards, let's slide over to the other Square Enix news, because that's where really everything over the last two weeks dropped was everywhere for Square Enix besides Final Fantasy 14. I think we'd be remiss, gents, if we didn't start with the big one, and that is Final Fantasy 16 was at the show. Uh, we knew ahead of time that it was going to be there and that Yoshi P himself was also going to be a part of the show. Speculated that that probably was going to lead to a release date uh, and a new trailer. And sure enough, we got both. We've got a new trailer showing it to you in the B-roll footage right now. 
and a release date for the PlayStation 5 version of June 22nd, 2023. Kind of puts it right in line with where we thought that this was going to fall, most likely. Uh, and then, of course, remember, yes, it's exclusive to the PlayStation 5, at least initially. The other platforms, um, no earlier than like December of 2023. So there are timed exclusivity deals here for the PlayStation 5 version. What did you think of their showing, Tark? This, the trailer, I thought this was, they, they keep getting better with the trailers. And I understand that this isn't going to be a Final Fantasy game for all Final Fantasy fans, something we've talked about before, particularly with the Devil May Cry style combat. If that's just not your thing, you probably aren't going to be all that keen on this. But again, business creative unit doing its thing with the trailers. Oh that's for sure. Uh, so excited. Uh, the favorite part is seeing Clive just explode into Ifrit. I'm like, oh, oh yes. yeah, when Gerudo, okay. when Garuda uh, is holding him. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's, he's like, just going to chomp his head off and he's all, ah. <laughs> yeah. um, but then the surprise was seeing the two Ifrits fight each other. So it's not just Clive. There's that secret mystery guy in the hood. Uh, so there's an Ifrit and a dark Ifrit. I, I have no idea where this is all going. Um, but then there was also some information on Reddit that we were getting our Sid and Sidolphus, and he's going to be Rama. So Thunder God Sid, little homage to some tactics. Uh, I can't wait for this. This is awesome. Again, we're still kind of in the dark on a lot of story beats and like we still don't have Kronos like an idea yeah. of where things are headed or why they've been very very coy about staying away from all of that stuff like not even setting up the beginnings of the story via these trailers they've they've been focused pretty much on giving you a little bits and bobs of info but not really the context around any of it <laughs> yeah they're they're not. They're not trying to like spill the beans on that uh -uh, stuff. Really, uh, it gives me. Yeah, it gives me a lot of um, like Type Zero vibes. Still, like I think I said that when we first saw it, where it's like you know you got all these war warring nations and they all have like their own kind of like summon that like is their like and they use it for war like their power in war and stuff. So it's it'll be interesting. I, like you know, and it's also still got that Game of Thrones feel. There's gonna be a lot of death, I'm sure. And, yeah, Twist well, I mean, we already talked about on this show, like, some initial ratings boards coming in uh, and, and you know, I mean, documenting, like, hate crimes as being <laughs> some of the, the content that they're putting this under I mean, they, more mature ratings. They kill a chocobo in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they've ever done that. Chocobo. Yep. I don't know if they've oh ever done goodness. that. So. It, it still looks great. Pre-orders live on the site. Did you guys snag collector's editions um at I'm a not wonderful that much for price it. tag of 350 dollars no. i uh yeah i broke down and got that did that you really looks so sweet he, no i'm with you chronos like even i was like no it, it takes a lot <laughs> it takes a lot for me to get a collector's edition. i mean final fantasy usually is a pretty good sell for me like uh you know like yeah. seven remake i'll probably break down and do it I would have gotten the last one if like they weren't sold out in like two seconds, but um, yeah, just I don't know. It wasn't like enough for me to spend three hundred fifty. Not that it's not enough, like you know, more power to people that want to. I'm yeah. I'm just more interested in the game. I just want the, the seventy dollars game. And then yeah, that. that's where I'm at on this one too. Plus, I am one of those guys that it's like I like Final Fantasy, I like Devil May Cry, but I've said before I like those two games for very different reasons. 
Uh, I'm not entirely sold on, hey, I'm going to walk away from this absolutely loving it. I'm, pr I'm reasonably sure that I'm going to enjoy it. Um, will it be my favorite Final Fantasy of recent times? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it's not that I know this is going to be the be-all, end-all for four months after I get it for me. So $350 because it's the only game I'm going to buy in those three or four months. Nah, this this ain't it. I'll, I'll pick up the regular edition for 70 bucks or so. And if I like it, I like it. Great. Tark, you actually, the statue did it for yeah. you? Or is it just? Yeah, that statue's okay. sick. It, 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 is, it is sick. It is. Phoenix yeah. and Ifrit. Yeah. Oh, oh, looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely cool. I mean, they, even the 14 ones are typically cool looking, but they don't, I usually don't buy those either. Oh, see, I do get though. Like you could see all of those in my, my yeah, camera shop behind them all me back there. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they're cool. Don't get me wrong, I do. But for me, it's like all about. I'm just, I just want the game as soon as possible. They also the are three hundred and fifty dollars when they come That's out. True. Also true, they're like one hundred eighty. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not as expensive for sure. I think the the seven one was was this expensive though, like the cloud bike and stuff. Yeah, but, um, when I, that was literally it for me though. Like I was one, I was kind of. Man, do I really want to get the collector's edition of a game I'm not entirely sold that I'm going to absolutely love yet? Yeah, I love Final Fantasy, but I don't know. Uh, and then when I saw 350, I was just like, no, no, I don't know. That's not even the debate for me at this point anymore. That's a that's a big negative. That's a big negative. You'll have to do an unboxing there, Tark, for us. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Do an unboxing for us. Uh, any surprises by the release date? Late June? Uh, one day after summer starts so summer yeah 2023 I think, I think it was like near where we were guessing yeah it's part. it's pretty much dead on where we were guessing yeah. and and I in fact in august but and in fact we did do that when, summer, so. we did do that in the conversation talk what is technically the first day of summer what okay. is <laughs> like all i know is june june is not gonna be nice to people's wallets no no. June slash July, I, if you're planning on going to FanFest, I'm just like, ugh. I'm just hoping they don't drop like a 14 patch in there somewhere, because that would be... Yeah, uh, I'm guessing yeah. that would be May. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if, if like, yeah, it's delayed we'll for January, any reason... Yeah, we'll have January 10th-ish, so then that would probably be mid mid to late May that we'll, when we get that. Uh, and then, boom. Turn around a month later like, oh. for Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, that 16 trailer yeah. is pretty dope, Flynn. Pretty dope. Uh, we also have a Forspoken demo. Did you play, Tom? Yeah, I did. I actually spent eight hours, two sessions of four each, one on stream, and I put that up on YouTube and like initial reactions. But then I kind of went back to kind of just play with myself and be in my own head about it. Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, they, they're getting the most out of the Luminous engine that they can at this point, but you can tell that there's some technical issues like it, the combat and the parkour. Everything is so frenetic and fast, and there's so many particle effects in combat that there's just hitches and frame drops. So it's a little takes you a little bit out of it when you're really just playing it for yourself. Um, so my initial like I was at a six out of ten. You know, my initial playthrough bumped it up to eight out of ten. I really liked what was happening. A little bit of a learning curve with the control scheme, but playing it again dropped it down to a seven. So I, I'm still not sure if I'm getting it day one, uh, leading more towards it. But it, it was okay. It was okay. Did you play it, uh, Chronos? I haven't actually played it or downloaded it. 
Um, there's just been so many other things that I've been playing sure. that are like really big time sinks. Um, that and I just you could, put, you could put a ton of time into the demo. They they yeah. put so much open world, and, you know those. Yeah, and I think I've open said, world markers all over the map type deal that you can go do. So there's you can sink a lot of time. Is Proto's yeah. too busy with Snap? Yes, he's he's like. I mean, he, that's he, definitely part of it. Yeah, he quit his uh, job. He sold his house. Like he's done. Snap. He's, he's, he's just. I don't spend really. I, I buy the battle pass. Okay, I'm not spending <laughs> house money on Marvel Snap. Like I buy the battle pass, and that's it. If he's not playing um, Snap, he's tweeting about it. So yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. I so uh, but, yeah, Forspoken. The demo's weird. It is weird. The demo's weird, and it's not exactly getting earth-shattering uh, reviews from players. But I, I can't tell if that's <sighs> the uh, the producer actually had to come out and say, "Hey, the the demo's nothing like the game." Because the demo started getting beat up weird. pretty badly uh, online. And, you know, normally a demo, like we we did the, the Star Ocean one, and, and Square's been doing mm -hmm. it a lot lately, right? Where they give you the demo, and, and most of them have carried progress over. Not all, but most of them have carried progress over into launch, which we all agree here is that's exceptional marketing. You know, that's absolutely fantastic way to do things. But kind of... To your point, Tark, like it is a bit messy. Like I love the magic and the the movement of a combat, but it is a bit messy. Uh, and I just I didn't care for like the questing and stuff that were, is, was in the demo. It was very like bland, run of the mill. Yeah, it's it's not an interesting quest. Don't if you want story beats, screw the demo. Just ignore the demo and wait. Because mm -hmm. like even the producer had to come out and say, "Hey, this demo isn't like a, a a vertical slice of the game. It's it's set up very specifically, very specifically. It's a specific." Uh, he said the was specifically crafted gameplay demo just to give you a feel for the mechanics of the movement and magic, the parkour and magic. <laughs> and this is to, according to Gamatsu. He also says, so that was specifically kind of fetch quest-like in terms of the makeup, like do these five objectives, then you get to fight a boss. So the full game is not actually designed the way the demo plays. That playing, uh, that questing, that stuff that they put in there was just, they created that specifically for the demo. Because they want demo, the demo to this, showcase magic and movement, not how you actually will be playing for Spoken. Very, very weird way to do it. Um, particularly when I think you're dealing with an IP that's had some stumbles in the past already. It's an unknown IP. Like You don't want to be creating a demo, in my mind, Tark, that sets the wrong expectation, which this does. If you don't go see this Gamatsu interview to know or are watching a show like this where we're talking about it, you may not even know that they released a demo that is not representative of what the gameplay is actually like, except for the movement and combat. The rest was specifically just created for this demo. It's not something they pulled out of the game and let you jump into. 
I agree. Um, wasn't this basically the segment that they showed at TGS for everyone that went there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a demo that's been created. And like they said, it's not indicative of what the game is. It's its own crafted thing. So it's not like you're playing the first, you know, two hours of the game. So it's like a chunk that they just made. Um, it, it is a little bit confusing. I, I understood what it was going into it. So I just enjoyed trying to traverse and and play around with the combat and not really take the structure of what was given to me um, at full face value. Um, but seeing this interview on after the fact, I was like, yeah, that's just weird. Why, why would you make a demo, release a demo, and it just meet, bank, make it confusing to anybody that's not seeing this interview? Yeah, um, and, and people are complaining, Kronos, about other things in the demo, too, mm-hmm. like the combat, uh, like the fact that chests are boring as all shit and seem to just contain crafting mats, like the world feeling mm-hmm. a little empty and stuff. And again, some of these things are, hey, it's a demo, but if you're now going to tell me that we specifically created a quote-unquote more, maybe more boring, more vanilla, more bland questing experience because that's not what we wanted the demo to focus on, we wanted it to focus on parkour and combat, to have people then coming and saying, you know, the combat is kind of boring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and whether or not you agree, it doesn't, you know, you, you might not share that opinion. That is a common opinion when you're looking on Reddit or on different forums where people have been given feedback about the demo. Yeah, I think some of these companies can be stubborn when it comes to stuff like that. I think we saw it. I don't know, like, if you guys pay attention, but with Sega, like the Sonic demo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of, like, similar pushback there where it's like, oh, yeah, you just don't know what it is yet. This is this is like kind of it, but it's like you know I don't know it's it's weird. Um, I mean I, I hope this game is successful. I really do. I just I still have my doubts personally. I'm also not like a big demo person, so uh, like I, some like some some demos I'll I'll absolutely jump on, but this game like I don't know that I haven't really been sold on it yet. Um, so I haven't really I've just been like watching what other people are saying about it and it hasn't been great. Yeah, <laughs> so, Flynn, Flynn no, good point. It, um, Reminds him of the episode Dusuke uh 15 yes. demo where yeah, exactly. it was totally different than what Final Fantasy 15 ended up actually being. Yeah. And and I get the that is a perfect example. I get the same exact impression playing this one that uh Tark I should say I hope I end up with that same impression because if I walk into Forspoken the way I walked out of the demo, yeah, uh, I'm not all that, you know. I, I'm, I, I'm probably with you. I'm probably at like a six, seven ish. They were doing better. This didn't help. I, I don't think the yes. demo was yeah. wise. We're gonna talk more about it when we get down to love it or leave it. Whether or not you played the demo uh, itself really doesn't matter when we get there. We're gonna be talking about the execution of a demo like this rather than your personal thoughts of the demo proper. This game comes out in March, right? Yeah. January 22nd. Oh, was it January? Like okay, so yeah. it's like a month. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, most of the demos that they've been doing the carryover, <laughs> I feel like. 24th. Okay. Yeah, January 24th. Yeah. And I think when they do those carryover demos, like it's usually like much closer, right? Yeah. To the release date, it's typically. So maybe there's still things they're not done with but i don't know they've gone like gold and stuff so i don't know it's weird well there's you can't carry over in this game because no, of the way you they can't carry it right, right 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 i'm saying like the decision to not do it like the decision to do it the way they did it as opposed to like here's the beginning of the game and it carries over 
like that's a, they they made that decision right like to yeah. make the, the demo specifically like that um but i feel like usually when you do that it's like a little bit further off and like maybe the beginning of the game's not done but like we're looking at a month out so beginning of the game better be done <laughs> like that's not a lot of time in game world like you gotta ship it and everything like yeah it's not i don't know it just does everything like that i think about it just makes me think worse things there's just so, so many self-inflicted wounds too like there's just so many self-inflicted wounds on this damn game that yeah, don't two, need to be there two delays that awful twitter oh yeah short <laughs> ad that, that was gr gross um but yeah this doesn't help its cause uh, unfortunately i mean i enjoyed the the combat i i to, to a point um learning how to dragoon jump and smash was awesome uh and i felt the the parkour while a bit of a learning curve uh once i got a hang of it was pretty cool but yeah overall it's just it's it's there's 15 fingerprints all over this thing so hopefully the final game is a lot more polished yeah i yeah. mean it's still one that i'm gonna pick up because i do want to give it a whirl <coughs> I'm okay with the combat so far. It's not my favorite combat in a video game ever, but I do still like the the parkour. I, I want to see what they do with the narrative beats. I'm still interested enough to buy it. Um, I think, though, the demo... I don't know if the demo does it... Does it... Moves boxes, right? I feel like the demo Man. is in such like a middle ground space that it's like... If you're like me and you were probably going to buy this anyway, I don't think the demo was truly enough to turn you off from buying it. But if you were on the fence and saying, hey, I want this demo to sell me, I don't think it does that either. I'm I'm also just worried that, like, because this is an action game and Final Fantasy is now an action game. I mean, that's just how it is now. Uh, I just, they, the way they've been, like, marketing them, they're pretty, like, close together in terms of, like, you, when you hear about one, you typically hear about the other one. Yeah. And I, I feel like most people are going to ignore one more so over the other. Uh, and and I, I get that they're like six months apart, but that's, I don't know. I worry for that part, too. I just feel like a lot of people are going to pass on this and not necessarily to the game's fault, just because they're going to wait five months and buy Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Or by Crisis Core and say, or, by, yeah, or, or, or Crisis Core, a game that just came out in yeah. like a month before yeah, and, this. That's and, also and, true. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Have you been playing Crisis Core, Kronos? Yeah, I've been playing a lot. Uh, I'm doing a lot of the side quests, so I'm not like crazy far. I think I'm only on like chapter four or five. Um, I like it a lot so far. It, it, it's it's kind of the same game, um, just way more polished. Uh, voice acting still pretty cringy. But. Um, it's. I mean, you know, maybe that's part of the charm for some people. I, I I've been liking it though. I have. It's a game I haven't played in quite a long time, so it's nice to play it again and have a platform that's not the PSP. Yeah, it's not the PSP. <laughs> yeah, and, and that is one of the things, Tark. We talked about when when this was first announced. It was like, man, this is nice to not only have us, you know, who played and uh, enjoyed it on on the PSP, but also this is one of the most the more difficult Final Fantasy seven pieces of content to actually go back and play if you came after the fact because of its just lack of availability anywhere meaningful besides a PSP. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I own it on PSP and only got like two hours into it. So 
having it now on the PlayStation 5, enhanced visuals, better controls. Um, I'm having a heck of a lot of fun with it. I'm into Chapter 2. Um, one thing that I do begrudge them is not putting in a chapter select because any trophies, and I'm, I'm a big trophy hunter, any trophies that you missed are just missed. Yeah. You can't go back. You have to replay the game. So n knowing that, I have to get back to Chapter 2 so I can get the two trophies I missed. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, can't wait to dive into a lot more of the missions. And uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. The it's, bosses are easier than the trash. Yeah, I Weird. noticed that too That it, so far. And I'm on chapter three. So I'm noticing the same thing uh, that, you know. And again, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out when, when we're all at the end there. But take a look at this. <laughs> Apparently, Getty Images. <laughs> Inside Oops. Crisis Core. <laughs> uh, way to go, Square. We don't have time to make our own art. Just grab it from somewhere. <laughs> way to go, Square. We'll probably put a patch out and fix it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, would I would imagine this one will be fixed pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's not a good look. That is not a good look when some art hanging on the wall uh, <laughs> in Crisis Core there's a Getty Images <laughs> watermark on it. <laughs> Somebody lost a Christmas bonus on that. Nice one, Torchwood. Yeah, I, I imagine. Look, just look, look. Even Zach's pissed in that picture. Like he's, he's like looking. That's Angie, all right? Uh, yeah, it's Angie. No. Sorry. Uh, no, that's Zach. That's Zach. Is it? I thought so. Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's Angie. No, that's, that's definitely Zach. No, that's definitely Zach. You can oh, see like okay. the little like thing in the front of his hair. Oh, yeah. That angel okay. doesn't have. Okay, okay. You're right. so You're I was right. I was right. All right, yeah. I was right. Okay. <laughs> okay. my apologies. <laughs> I was right. Zach just looking at the Getty images watermark, shaking his head, just shaking his head. Unreal. <laughs> okay, like I get it, developers that you, you use placeholders for certain things and stuff, but you have got to remember to take those placeholders out. You have to. You have to. And we don't know if that's the case. Like, we're just assuming that, you know, it was a placeholder. It could just be like, we didn't feel like doing Eight art. Promotion. Go get some images <laughs> and, and throw them in there. <sighs> Let us know what you're thinking about Crisis Core, though, in the comments below if you're playing it so far. Looks like, gents, we could be, we could be seeing Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. The entire series released for the PlayStation 4, Switch, coming to console, something we've speculated uh, way back when it was announced, needed to happen way back when it was announced. Uh, we don't know anything officially yet, but we are seeing ESRB ratings for pixel remaster versions of Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 for both the PlayStation 4 and the Switch. Obviously, you can play them on Steam right now and via Steam Deck. It feels really, really good. So yes, Switch would feel fantastic. That's the platform we all were like, this was tailor-made for the damn Switch. Come on. Uh, and it looks like we could be getting uh, just exactly what the doctor ordered. But I ask you this, Tark. Is it too late? Is it like no. too little too <laughs> late here? Nope. They put a physical out for this. I'm buying it day one. Absolutely. I want that on my shelf. It's not too late. Please give it to me. 
You think it's going to be in one package? No. no. Yeah. You yeah. wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, wish. Sure. I'll pay a hundred dollars for it to be in one package. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not going to happen. You're you're going to have to buy six. It, or yeah, it'll six, be yeah. In, it'll be in one package <laughs> eight months after they finish releasing all the single. That's probably more likely. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably more likely. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're just going to repackage it again. See, and, Flynn's saying the same thing, and we said this when it was first announced, that it was like, this should be one bundle, 50 bucks, whatever, and we were like, that's not going to happen, but money. it's the way yeah. it should be. Yeah, There's no way they're going to do it. It's, it's going to be individually no. released. Uh, and by the way, that doesn't say anything about physical goods at all, Tark. Yeah, this is just I, getting it. I actually don't think I'm thinking if they if they do a physical, like it's got to be one. I don't think they want to do six physical packages, and the cost incurred of I don't think they that. do a physical I, release. I don't at think all. it's gonna be physical at all. I think yeah, if you're I, gonna, if you want physical, yeah. you have to go through like those other people that do it, like the uh, uh, the like name escapes me right now. Like, but like there's people that do it like custom kind of stuff. Yeah, like limited run and stuff like that. Yeah, limited run. That's it. Yeah, like. They might do it, and even then, I bet because of how the game is sold, it'll be six separate ones. So, and you're gonna get upcharged oh. because you want the physical. So, and these things are still probably gonna sell for what thirty nine ninety nine or whatever the hell they are, which is crazy to me still. But so yeah, if you want to pay like sixty bucks for a physical copy of Final Fantasy One, have at it. <laughs> That's Dash. probably what it's gonna be. <laughs> Tark looks so broken. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just hate the pricing on it. It bothers me. Like the pricing on these bothers me still. But yeah. you know, they know they know they got people and they're gonna still buy it. So, and I mean, it makes sense to release it for the Switch. I think it's a good thing for the Switch. It's just, I why can't they be like ten dollars <laughs> or at most twenty? Like because people paid thirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean you're not wrong. That's why, wrong. because they will pay it. Exactly. Damn it! it they, all the gripes that we set forth when it came up, when these were announced and released on Steam, they all—I feel like they all still apply. Like just every single yeah. gripe still applies. It's just now you'll be able to get it on the PlayStation Four and the Switch. We don't have dates. We don't know how they're going to release it. We we guess it's going to be one at a time. We'll see. But. ESRB ratings does seem to indicate that finally they will come. It'll be nice to see a Final Fantasy on Switch. Like I, I know there are older ones that were NES games anyway, <laughs> NES and SNES games anyway. Uh, uh, no, I'm talking about like Final Fantasy. <laughs> Old school, Final yes. Fantasy. <laughs> It'll be nice to you. see those on the Switch. Um. Oh, speaking though, Tark, your Ever Crisis. Yeah, got I was bumped. What happened? Well, I kind of had the feeling when we didn't have any information because there was supposed to be a closed beta. They said 2022. But when we started not hearing any information by the end of August, by the end of September, and then finally by the end of October, I'm like, okay, this is getting bumped. I don't know why because they're just talking about a beta. But it's getting pushed to next summer. And that makes me super sad, Panda, because I was really the beta. forward to this. I know the beta is yeah. being pushed back. So it's like, oh, yeah. but typically when you have a, like a mobile title, that's a beta, like the full game release is like a month away at that point. So. Yeah. yeah super Usually, or, or a few, few months sometimes for like the mobile stuff depends. Yeah. I don't know. Final Fantasy seven fans are used to getting ghosted. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I still, 
Yeah, I'm still not entirely sold on this one, only because the the way they did like the whole episode episode 15 stuff mobile, I was like, this is just trash. The way they're billing for this, and uh, we'll see. But yeah, it's uh, it's not looking good. Beta, not until next summer. Hey, following up on a story we talked about before we had a few weeks off here. You gentlemen might remember that Yuji Naka had been arrested for uh, allegations of insider trading by purchasing stock in the company that was going to be a partner of Square Enix's for a uh, Dragon Quest mobile game. Uh, and we, we looked at, like, it wasn't just Naka. It was There were other Square Enix employees that... Were, are being accused of this as well. But we looked at like how much Naka had, had bought in the, the partner for Dragon Quest Tact, and it was like, what, like $20,000? And we were like, what the hell? What's the... Wh- why? Like, if, if you're going to go big and go criminal, then go big and go criminal. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yuji Naka was rearrested. <laughs> This time over allegations of insider trading with Final Fantasy VII's The First Soldier, you know, that game that closed uh, yeah. ab- about a year yeah. after it, it came out, um, for investing in A-Team Entertainment before it was publicly known that Square Enix was going to partner with them for Final Fantasy uh, The First Soldier mobile game. Uh, this time, however... Yeah. The accusation is that Naka reportedly purchased around 120,000 shares in this company at a total price of around 144.7 million yen or 834,000 USD. So I guess he did what we asked, gents. Like, (laughs) he went big. He went big. So Yuji Naka arrested again, along with some other people. Along with the <laughs> chat making me laugh too hard. <laughs> Zero days without incident on uh, insider trading arrests. I mean, they should just let him go, right? Because they should feel bad that he thought that that game was going to be successful. Um, oh. So they should just let him walk. Because, I We're mean, that was... On this one. He, even though <laughs> even though it was bad, like that was already a waste of money. <laughs> what insider trading are you doing with a battle royale? A Final Fantasy VII battle royale? Are you going to gain money off that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there was an uptick, you know, seeing that there was a Final Fantasy VII game attached to that company, and then as long as he sold it pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, I I guess so, yeah. Oh, boy. Yuji Naka. Handed the cookie jar. Handed the cookie jar. Arrested for the second time for the same crime. Different time, different place, (laughs) different dollar amount. (laughs) (laughs) Good grief. And he was the one that was blasting Square Enix. Remember, like he just tore yeah. into them, and there were like allegations and suits going back and forth, and Balan Wonderworld, and they. <laughs> and maybe oh. that's why he was doing this. I'll just take him for whatever I can. <laughs> I guess. Okay. I guess. Okay, dude. Ay ay ay. All right, gents, let's head over and do love it or leave it.
Love it or leave it is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio. As we gear up for the holidays, we want to make sure that we do let you all know we're wishing you and yours happy holidays and a great new year. We will be live Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern for Gaming Gumbo, wrapping up all of the uh, game awards and checking our predictions to see how they went. But then there will be no shows the following two weeks, being Christmas and New Year's. Now, many of the streams will still go on as normal, so definitely follow Twitter if you want to come and just hang out, spend a little holiday action time with some of us while we're streaming. But as far as the shows go, no shows after this Saturday. We'll be back for the next Relic Grind January 5th and Gaming Gumbo on January 7th. So we we here at Ready Check Radio. Thank you to Yod, resident artist, for the uh, artwork you're seeing here. Wish you and yours happy holidays and a great new year. But the sign-off for this episode of The Relic Grind, love it or leave it, gentlemen, want, want more of it? Throw it away, the Forspoken demo. We've given our opinions about the actual gameplay of the demo itself. But the mentality of creating a demo for a very, very specific reason, even if that means the demo itself might not be indicative of the actual game it is demoing. Love the idea or leave it, Tark? Uh, again, for the narrow focus of the demo and the way it was presented itself, I think you nailed it earlier. Um, I'm going to leave it because if you weren't interested in it, this didn't push you towards buying it. If you were on the fence, you're probably still on the fence. And if you were planning on buying it, you're probably still planning on buying it. So I don't think it moved much of the needle either way for many people at all. So this just was a weird presentation. So leave it. I'm going to have to leave it to, I think there are better ways to do what conceptually they tried to do here. And the minute you slap the word demo on anything, there is an immediate expectation of what that is and what that means in the game world. And if you don't have like the strictest of marketing put up ahead of time, I mean, how how many how long did we see the technical demo of Final Fantasy VII on a PlayStation Three, and people yeah. still just they're making it? They're making no, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Yeah. yeah, the 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 word demo has a very particular meaning. If they wanted to do a combat spotlight, there's a way to do that um, without saying, "Hey, there's a forespoken demo." I can appreciate where they were trying to go here. They missed the mark, though. I'm going to leave it. Kronos, what do you got? I like how you brought my Final Fantasy VII ghosting comment full circle. So that I was did. cool. I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave it, too. I think that uh, when you do a demo like this, you don't do it this close to the release. I, th I think it just doesn't make sense. Just like there's like an obvious like I think demos in like the last few years have shown that like if you, you you need to like convince people, like Tark said, like you want to, you're trying to like sell your game to people that might not necessarily be buying it, um, and this probably isn't the way to do that. So I'm I'm gonna leave it and say that they should probably stick more to like the way they did like Stranger of Paradise and stuff like that, as opposed yeah, to this. It, it, if they had released this back in September and then, you know this time release an actual like first four yeah, hours like just release it back that in september with like uh hey here's yeah. here's a combat trial yeah you know here's a technical combat trial we we want some feedback on our combat system 
that's what you call it. Like exactly. it's, it's a technical trial or a technical yeah. slice of combat or a technical exploration. Like you, you stay away from the word demo because when you yeah. go to the PlayStation store and you click on demo, there's a very specific category of things you're looking at. And there aren't asterisks or room to be putting, hey, guys, technically this isn't exactly what you might think of as a demo and blah, 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 blah. You don't have that real estate. You don't have that real estate. Saying, hey, here's a technical combat preview, that's a little different. Now I don't have any expectation that what I'm looking at uh, is representative of gameplay besides the combat. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm still interested. But there's still... That hype just ain't there. That hype just ain't there. Yeah, it's just... Uh, that's going to do it for I us to today. Headed into the holidays. <laughs> Kronos, you know I love you very much. Love you very much. Happy holidays to you and yours. Where can everybody find you? Yeah, happy holidays to everybody else, too, and you guys as well. Uh, yeah, it's Twitter, same as always. Uh, lots, lots of Marvel Snap content on there. Uh, if people are interested in that stuff, still talking about Square, just not quite as much. And I'm sure I'll be talking about the Eagles every week. It's looking good. Corona, or Tark. Make sure YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming. Uh, my Forspoken demo playthroughs up on YouTube, and my Crisis Core playthroughs will be going up on YouTube. So check that out. Love you much, Chris Montoya, my brother from another mother. Happy holidays. I know I'll talk to both of you before then, but yeah. officially on the relic grind. Happy holidays. No Faye, she's recovering uh, from her own illness as well. She is planning to stream next week uh, on Thursdays, though, before Christmas and New Year's. So you won't miss out on her. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man 1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so that you'll know every time we go live throughout the holidays and when our shows return next year. So long. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. <laughs>